who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and I'm joined by Rory Powers. Hello. And Daniel Kruper. Hello. Now a few weeks ago, uh, it may have even been the last time I was on this podcast, uh, I was talking about the Division Beta and how it left me a little bit cold. And certainly I think it was you and Gav were on that podcast. Yeah. You were singing its praises. I think Gav was very happy with it because he'd just been to go and see it in uh, Malmo in Sweden. He got uh, a super sneak preview. That doesn't, that's like cheating. It doesn't really count. Right. Yeah, it, it is our job. Yeah. It is, it's not cheating. <laughs> oh, no, no. Literally it's doing our job. It's kind of cheating. But after I played it, I was a bit like, oh, man. Like, you know, you were really kind of, you sit next to me and you were saying how good it is and that I'd love it. And I played the beta and I came away and it left me, like I say, it's yeah. just, it, it didn't matter. I've sat next to you for a long time. I'm pretty used to you, but just being down on all the things. Shut I up. <laughs> Shut up. That's just more of that later. Uh, yeah, there is more <laughs> of that later. But. Uh, having played the full game now, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, well, part of me was a bit like, I was a bit frustrated when you were down on it, because I was like, I don't think you've given this a proper but, shake. But, right? Like, but, so there's two parts. That. So, okay. okay, fair enough, maybe not. But that is what the vast majority of the public, that will be their first experience of the game. Mm. And to me, uh, I don't think it really does the game justice, or did the game justice, having now... I uh, played it a bit more. And there's, there's, well, I think there's two reasons for that. Firstly, there's because the way it just drops you in makes no sense whatsoever. And there are so many systems in that game for you to kind of familiarize yourself with. It was, it's pretty overwhelming. It's kind of overwhelming in the game, but the game does a better job of spacing it out and introducing bits to it. I, I know what I'm doing now. I know where all my perks are being spent and how I'm like modding my guns and, my per- uh, and uh, abilities, all that kind of stuff. It makes sense. But in the beta, you're dropped in. The first thing you do is you have to walk for a really long way to get to your HQ. A little um, tour of New York, though. But even, like, I, I'm much better at kind of knowing that, right, there are bad guys up here. I can either evade them yeah. or I can take them on for XP. Because, like, it was a, a couple of points where I was following you guys in the beta. And you were a little bit further ahead. And they'd obviously respawned 
after you'd kind of disappeared, which I was like, that's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. And that doesn't happen as much in the game. Like, I know what you mean by it being really overwhelming because yeah. I remember being thrown into uh, the beta and it's just... I think it's just the HUD and the design of the game is just floods you with information. Even things that you don't necessarily, they're not exactly relevant. The way you have like waypoints, uh, like when you're in your base, like branching off to every different aspect, like every sp- single character that you can interact with has like an icon above their head. Like the map looks like a bowl of lucky charms. It's crazy, all these little glowing icons everywhere. And it's just completely overwhelming. But I think the problem with that is if they had spent the beta introducing you to all these aspects, that would have been the entire beta. Like, like having played the you. game now for... And actually, let me uh. clarify this, because uh, I'm only level 9, almost level 10. You guys are both level 13. So we're by no means yeah, kind of... Yeah, people like are already level 30 Division pros. Like, IGN does do a podcast called The Division HQ. If you want to know about the kind of pro side of the division or the high levels of the division, you should check that. It's really, really good. This is more about, you know, us playing as a group of friends at lunchtime when we can. And, you know, already when, I think... That's, sorry, sorry. It's tricky. You saying like the beta should have spent its time. Tell, I don't know because if you do that, people are just like, "Oh, this game." Lo-, like, do you know what I mean? It's like for a beta, you want to put people in oh, and no, just, like let them run around. That's and what I'm saying. Stuff. That's yeah. why they right. couldn't have spent yeah, yeah, all that time because it would have been the world's most boring beta. Yeah. It would have yeah. just been like an hour long lecture, tutorial. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I think it's, it's very hard having now played it a bit more. It's just like how you would kind of pull out bits of that just to focus on. You know what the game does really, really well. Also, when Fred, we played it the first uh, time, we went straight into the dark zone, which is obviously a different proposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "I don't know what is going on here," because no. that is a different set of rules to the. And it's arguably the game, like yeah. it's arguably the most interesting part of the game. Which I is think it's where the most a lot of the, the distinct aspects yeah. of the game compared to other kind of multiplayer games, multiplayer shooters. Yeah, is the kind of the betrayal mechanics and the suspicion that's yeah. at play in the dark zone, and the tension. Yeah. Which you don't get in a lot of shooters like no. you do in the division. No, especially like, yeah, having a situation where there's so much weighing on it. They've done a really good job, which is they've taken something that they know players in games care the most about, which is loot. Yeah. And creating a situation where you could possibly lose loot that you have gained. And just through that simple mechanic, just the weight of these quite simple interactions become insanely more complicated and stressful. Because, I mean, if, if that was like a campaign mission where, you know, you have to put something on a helicopter and then maybe you might get jumped by enemies, but you have to defend it. That, that situation by itself isn't that... There are missions, aren't yeah. there? Where, like, there's a, a mission early on that there is a supply drop that you've got to protect. Yeah. But it's not half as kind of tense when you're no. fighting exactly. against a bunch of Real people as but, well. But also something else that's done is taking another thing that exists in games that people have strong feelings about and made it, absorbed it and made it into a mechanic, and that is people being dicks mm. in <laughs> video games. And it's really it's smart. So true. Yeah. That's a thing that people do in shooters in all types of video games. Yeah. And they've harnessed that into a thing. They've harnessed the, game. the dick. So, yeah. Well, so to speak. <laughs> and that's a high-level holster. Uh, <laughs> you got to um, be, uh, I think, twenty-four dark zone level you've to, got to, be able, to be able to quit the that. Dick um, now, 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 then. That's why this is not in Division HQ. Yeah. <laughs> it's a more serious discussion show about the division. Uh, but it's such a cool mechanic, and when because we're going to probably go into the dark zone at lunch, yeah. Um, and you can experience that a bit more. But when me and Rory played for about six, seven hours one Saturday with Dan. It was so good. Like, you start getting... When people started behaving, going rogue, mm-hmm. yeah. 
everyone was like, screw you guys. Yeah. And we'll team up against you. And so we were teaming up with random people yeah. to stop Take these people. Yeah, because like, you're ruining this. Yeah. But obviously that f- figures in and you're actually, they're actually, that's part of the experience. But well, <clears throat> that's also, I think, you know, a couple of months ago, there wasn't so much awareness around, you know, how the two parts of the game interacted or in this case were actually very different. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I just assumed it'd be exactly like Destiny's PvP and it's not. It's nothing like that no, at all. It's more unique. It's really cool. And, all of it works really seamlessly, like inviting people, dropping into people's games. Oh, it's the most yeah. fluid, I think. Like, Going from campaign any, like, to yeah. Dark Zone, like you just yeah. walk through a door and you're already in there. Yeah. You sent it's me an really invite good. and it was just like, yeah, hold down the right stick to join him yeah, immediately. You don't have to go to the PS4 menu know, or the yeah, dash. That, that is slick. absolutely incredible, especially after, you know, like we spent so many lunchtimes playing GTA online together. Which is possibly one of like the longest loading times for any multiplayer yep. game, and then something well, when someone gets disconnected. Yeah, not the clearest like, of how you get in the group to go. Sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. very convoluted. So like this is just so refreshing, so nice. Yeah, and I think because it could have gone terribly wrong for Ubisoft. Like you know, when I first saw the division, I thought you know that's almost too good to be true. And look at what happened. Watchdogs, you know, the kind of the the vertical slice was this, and then the game didn't really kind of deliver on that. But yeah. so far. Yeah, I'm really, really pleased. With and you can close of... car doors as well in the division. Can you? That was a big thing in the first vertical slice. I where, doing that. So, like, if you go up to, you can close it, so you can like, like rest against oh. it flush. You could do that. Lots of dogs curling one off. Yeah, they're everywhere. There are yeah. lots of dogs. No cats. Oh, I know. I spent hours the other day going around picking it all up for, to get a scarf. Did you? Did you actually? What did you? I was like, no. did you manufacture one out? Oh, con- <laughs> contaminated zone. <laughs> Put my mask on. Just get warm, mate. Um, it, it is weird. I know what you mean. Like, it, it. I feel like if someone had pitched a game to me, and I'm having, I'm doing that a lot now to people who are telling me that they're not interested in the division at all. Because I'm like, I want to get more of my friends into it because I want to have more people on my team. I think it's a great game. Yeah. And I'm in these situations where I'm trying to describe why I think it's a good game. And just describing kind of the narrative and the locations... I feel like it's not really selling it. It's it's Christmas really? time in New York. It's wintery. Do you think it's not an easier sell than something like The Division, where it's like well, it's set in space and you go onto the moon with a big oh, laser Destiny. gun? Uh, sorry, yes, but, Destiny. I mean, Destiny, yeah. Destiny has like a color about it. It's like this fantastical world, all these planets, different creatures, different races. Vehicles. This is like, it's cold, grim New York. Yeah, uh, I like that. Though. That That's more for me. I find it. I find this quite strange that it, they decided to set it specifically at Christmas time. Because you could have had, if you had set it in a different time of the year, you could have maybe had like a location in the map that was quite cold and snowy, and then other locations that are like quite warm. You could have had a Do bit you know more variety. Work. It's not, it's not I know, but like who's going to question that? If you go from like one district, no one's going to be like, oh, why think, is it snowing if in Manhattan? In a realistic game, I think they absolutely would. I, that is I one of the most ridiculous things thing, you've yeah. ever no, How big do you think New York is? It's definitely not. Oh, well, no, well, the been, there's been loads of them. Grand Theft Auto, that's one city. The weather changes every it's like not one city. It's a whole state. It's not. Which one? Florida State. Five? Yeah. Where's the snow? Down in the city, it snows sometimes. Well, okay, only... But that's like the weather <laughs> changing seasons. in the city. Because it's not, not set at like a short amount of time, Yeah, is but it? exactly. But it's Christmas and they're like locked into like these weather types. The, like, yeah. There's not that much variety. Well, I maybe, don't know. I just find it a bit. Well, strange. maybe I find it quite maybe, strange. Uh, <laughs> you want to equip your shorts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got sunglasses just on. Just because you run around the GTA Five naked. Yeah, I was gonna say, in the same way that GTA at Christmas does, like the kind of covers San Andreas in snow. Maybe in the middle of summer, we'll all get our kind of uh, division <laughs> DLC dudes Bahama out there, shorts and a pair of like banana hammock <laughs> running around. 
if that's I, what you really want I, I this a lightweight weapon holster it's weird it's weird like like being in the middle of summer and like roaming around places filled with Christmas trees and hearing Christmas songs on in the radio and Where things. Are we? we're not even in the middle of summer here is that what you're talking about we're getting close to summer I'm just yeah. saying it's, anyway. I don't know any other game that's like locked to one season I just find that strange I think that's a valid complaint. I think it's a bit jarring. But the sometimes. whole point of it is set around it's Black Friday, right? Black Friday is when the bomb went off. Yeah, the virus. Okay. You did right. Just, yeah, 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 So you yeah. know what happened. I'm watching a lot of the intel, okay, which is another thing. That is it's one like, thing. Though. I'm not. I, I do understand what my purpose is. Like I was an embedded agent in yes. case anything went down. Yeah, that is like a lot of training for something that might not have happened. Yeah. So was I just meant to be like living in New York with my wife, just on the off chance that it happens? What happens is her? Not even going to say goodbye. She's not going to say goodbye. Killed. And then I'm mainly killing watch. a lot of looters. Uh, looters and cleaners. And cleaners, yeah. yeah. It is quite strange. I think like when I first heard about the idea, it's like, so there's a virus spreading yeah. and I'm kind of cleaning it up. I just, my brain naturally assumed that there was going to be zombies or some type of yeah. infected. Oh, it's still quite interesting. Maybe twist gone later on. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. But I don't. I, to be honest, I don't really care about that as much. I just enjoy playing it. More yeah. The one. But that's thing, what I'm saying. Like, like this the selling a, point isn't. I like the main mission is it's set in really cool locations. We, yeah. We did a name napalm factory yesterday, yeah. which was really good. The one in the shopping mall with a Christmas tree on fire. Dan almost blew yeah, me up. That's the one that with napalm. Done. Yeah. I did a forward roll into a canister while Dan shot it. Right, we were meant to shoot me across the room. Well, I did the uh, the department store thing like solo, and the dude that you have to fight the, the flamethrower guy, super flamethrowers, man. Can we talk about the reach of these flamethrowers? That's unbelievable. It's halfway across a room. My little turret doesn't do anywhere near that. He's just like he's yeah. like a light. He's like BB-8. He just well, takes the out. With the turrets, though, I don't think their main job is to inflict damage. I think they're meant to suppress so you can flank Which is quite disappointing because I wanted one with like rockets or something, but it's not great. I might use the Seeker mine instead. So what loadout do you prefer? Um, What, my abilities? Well, everything, because there is so much to pick from. Uh, So at the minute, I have kind of like a rifle, which is doing, it's like the DPS is really high, but it only does like one shot a second. So it's essentially like a shotgun, but long range. Uh, which I guess is what you call Marksman a sniper rifle. rifle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like semi-automatic Marksman rifle. rifle. And then my my second primary is the most hilarious gun you've ever seen in your life. I, I got it. I think I looted someone yesterday and got it. It's like the tiniest machine gun you've ever seen. It looks it's, like a mobile phone. It's so small. <laughs> it looks like a Nokia. And I, I equipped like... Uh, I think like um, a sight on top of it, yeah. and the sight was like the length of the entire gun, right. which makes it now like longer than it is wide. So it's like I'm holding a rectangle, this box. It's so weird, but it's great. Like if you're close up, it does something like I think four or five thousand DPS a second, which right. for me at level thirteen is yeah. is pretty good for a gun. Um, and then I got a sweet ass like Dirty Harry Magnum that I used to just like when they're on the floor crawling around, I just go. Oh, do you know what else you can get as your sidearm? Take gear and you blast them in the face. Do you know what else you can get as your sidearm eventually? Sonar shotgun. That would yeah. be sweet. As your handgun, yeah. I, I'd I'm be pretty that. happy with my, my pistol. I've got, I've got a big silencer and a laser sight. Does the silencer make much difference? Well, it says reduce threat, so I don't know whether course, you yeah. can just eliminate one em- enemy without alerting the others, perhaps. Stealth definitely doesn't seem it's to be It's not an option, no, it's not. Because like, I'd love to sort of hang back and do more headshots, but as soon as you fire one... yeah. More often than not, it doesn't take them out. Yeah. Uh, well, you were doing some great snipes them. yesterday. I, I really like being up. a sniper. And I really, if you like being a sniper, you can 
like all the levels are created, so there's a there's a kind of way like you can a vantage go point, up, yeah, which is really cool. It works I well. love playing with, like that with teams. It works perfectly because you've got different styles. Because yeah. you, you were telling me you've got a proper machine gun or a light machine assault gun. Rifle. Well, I've got an assault rifle and a light machine gun. So I'm not touching light machine guns. I've got yeah. sniper rifle and just um, assault rifle. Yeah. So I think we kind of work well together. We could do with probably someone who has a shotgun. Yeah. Like for like yeah. Kind well, of- like even the mechanic between you and me yesterday was working really well because I was pretty much like running gun I had my sentry turret I was like in the fray going forward Dan was up top with a sniper um, which meant like I was obviously going down a lot more but one of Dan's abilities was that he can kind of like shoot a med pack down to me so I can revive myself so it meant I was going down a lot but then he could be up and like help yeah. me get well, I've up got, yeah. I've got distance. like a med bag so I can just drop it yeah, inside it's, it's got well. a big circle yeah. distance, so yeah. I can get me and you both in it yeah, yeah it was great it was you can revive really yourself well. within that Oh, well, so if you crawl back yeah, into it? Yeah, so if Rory's down, he can revive himself. Can you activate it once you're down, though, or not? No. So you'd have to... Yeah, you need to, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that would be great. Like, imagine, like, if we, at lunchtime today, for example, if we have a team together where it's like, I've got the UAV so I can, like, scope out the enemies. Like, you've got the health kits. We've got mini turrets, seeker mines. Like, you could just do yeah. an insane and amount we, of damage. And then we have unlocked signature skills, which are, like, the high-level stuff. Yeah. I haven't got that yet. Which, like, super long cooldown. But, it, you know... One is increased defense, one is increased attack, one is increased yeah. health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can re- and it applies to all your teammates. Yeah. So you just basically activate all of them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I, like I say, you know, I, I was down on it. I was even like sitting on the fence as to whether I was going to play the full game or not. But I'm pleased I did uh, because it's really, really good. And if you haven't played it, you totally should. But also, I think after Rainbow Six, which was one of my games of last year, just Tom Clancy's like moniker is seal of approval for me. Guns, but it's tactical shooting. It's not yeah, just like. Call of Duty running through it. Well, yeah, this yeah. is it. This is Talk actually my think my biggest con about the game. Obviously, there's a lot of emphasis. The whole design of the game is like cover-based shooter. It's tactical. Mm-hmm. You're moving from like one yeah, point like, to another yeah. undercover, which is great. But because the game is designed in that way, that characters kind of like lock onto certain areas. I find movement sure. really clunky. I had I had that problem uh, with the department store, but I think it's less of a problem when you're playing as a team, like because his range was so far, uh, and I'd basically sit there and like shoot him, but yeah. he'd come come at me really quickly, just soaking up my bullets, and then I have to run away. But I'd be like, oh, I need to get yeah, I, need, I, I need to get better at eating chocolate bars while I'm flying. On no, the I fly. haven't done that. Like, it, it's because once you're on fire, you're absolutely screwed. Yeah, but even even like not even uh, moving from defensive points, just mobility in general. I find like there's times where I'm in a mission. There's a lot of missions where you have to just walk from one point to another, turning on uh, you know powerpoints or getting security cameras back online, that sort of stuff. And the little things I've jumped from maybe cars and bridges that are seven feet high before and it's taken off a third of my health do i have the most tender ankles in maybe. new york city it is unbelievable who knows how the virus is infected Look, it's people. crazy and sometimes like you can't jump off certain points and you're kind of did like, you not do the tutorial it said look after your ankles did they say and your ankles yeah. will look after you you need, you need to go and get the strapping from the med bay <laughs> that's what the disease was yeah. actually if you got it infected with it you got like rubber I, did, I like the base yeah. building thing as well like upgrading it and then everything yeah. becoming a little bit neater <laughs> I, I like that the Sats, yeah it is the OCD it is, yeah. I got the canine unit and up. then there's this little, little dog just hanging out there Although it's not that, curly one off inside because he'd be out good I'll put him outside I'll take him out Should that woman as well yeah. is like yeah. oh. is like uh, oh I'll get you something from the old wine rack haven't seen that yet she said it about four times who said that to you I'm sober the, as the hell the woman in the sober med bay she's, she's propositioning you she, every yeah. time I give her an upgrade she's like oh I'll get you something from the wine rack and I'm like let's do this 
Let's blast off. Let's go to the dark zone, baby. She's flirting with me as well, so don't get too excited. Let's share hazmat suit. Uh, but also, I think it's uh, it's exciting for Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is uh, obviously coming up at some point uh, uh, next year. Yeah, if they share, like, as, as these studios do, they should share all the tech about, like, uh, yeah. networking and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It works really well. Yeah. So, very exciting. Play the division. Yeah. Um, Powers. Yeah. Uh, piece of news came out about Zelda. It did. It did, which is always exciting. Um, Eiji Anuma said that if previous, like, 3D big open world uh, Zelda titles have been in the style of Japanese food. This new one uh, for Wii U and possibly NX is going to be like Western food. So it's going to be big, fat, and bloated. High trans yeah. fat. Yeah. Greasy, unhealthy, and will inevitably kill you. Um, do we think this is a good thing? Do we think this is a bad thing? I don't really know what you mean. So, I, I, so, obviously, I do understand what he says, but I don't particularly think of Zelda as particularly... Japanese. It's not kind of like a traditional JRPG, is okay, it? Like well, in, so in, in the vein of like, um, Final like Final Fantasy. Yeah, so the way he kind of described Final it was um, ever since Ocarina of Time, that's kind of been their model for game structure. Yeah, sure. So it's very much, you start off as this character, the hero of time, in like a, a small, like sheltered part of the world, yep. and then through some means or, you know, some encounter, you have to go forth through all these temples until you reach the final boss, and usually the structure in those temples is you adventure through to a certain point where you get the weapon that will help you defeat the boss. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you get the bow and arrow, beat the guy with the bow and arrow. I remember them saying that about Scarlet Sword, that Scarlet Sword is going to sort of take... And it departed from that format to a degree. To a certain degree, but there was a lot of familiarity where, you know, you knew when you did one that you'd now have to move on to the fire version of that So we kind of maybe know what he's referring to a little bit because we know the new Zelda is... Like a more genuine open world yeah. than other games have been before. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's kind of what he's getting at. Yes. Because a lot of Western games, you're used to this open world, you know, like Witcher or Division to an extent. Well, yep. this is where it gets interesting. If that is some of like what he's meaning by like a Western style, we well, got a little bit of a taste for that in um, a link between worlds where it was essentially a link to the past, like the same temples and everything and the same maps, but the the whole weapon system was different. All the weapons were available to you at the start, mm. and you could just buy and rent them out and go and have fun yeah, with yeah, them. So it yeah. wasn't kind of that earn it in a temple to beat that boss. So maybe this would be something similar. Maybe it'll be more similar to the open world RPGs that we're kind of seeing like popularized in the West. Maybe you know Link won't have a master sword, but he can have a variant of ten different swords. Mm. You know, or something that you can upgrade and customize. Because they've had a little bit of that in Zelda games before, where it's like, oh, get the gold powder and make your sword do like 5% more damage they never really mention any specific details yeah, yeah, yeah. but maybe that's it more emphasis on numbers and stats customization and... yeah like, imagine that yeah you can get like some sweet horseshoes for yeah. owner or something like that well, I don't know. even eat, like so from the the footage we've seen so far which is pretty much only that cinematic trailer yeah. Link already has kind of like the scarf on uh, his tunic is different the um, the weapon he's using is a bow but it has like a bomb loaded on the front which mm. he's launching off maybe crafting. those are like mods and crafting like mm. something different the basic weapons but changed about it would be really interesting I'm, I'm really excited to see how yeah it's how one it of those like it, it does worry me that they go too far from because I uh, on one hand I don't want it to be become too formulaic and stale but yeah. on the other hand I want it to still feel like a Zelda yeah. game I know what you mean because I that is the dilemma isn't it yeah. you know we say for years and years oh it's quite similar it's still amazing and yeah. high quality but it's the same thing but then yeah. <laughs> when it actually comes to talk of actual change ah. you're like oh, oh. Yeah. yeah but I, they, well they've taken enough time with this game that I hopefully believe that they know what they're doing with it 
Um, but I, I know what you mean. As someone who grew up in Northern Ireland, which is very much the Kokiri forest of the world, and has now entered London, yeah. uh, which is Castletown Market, obviously. Uh, yeah. I've, I've come to love that structure. There's something nice about a Zelda game when you start in your little hometown and it's quite right. calm and relaxing and you're excited about the adventure that's coming before well, you. I wonder, if, I wonder if he also means, you know, again, using the division as an example, you have got a certain rank, and I can never see that you know you're going to be level seven, like Link or something. Yeah. I don't think that'll ever happen. But I wonder if you'll be able to access temples, but you're just not strong enough or powerful enough. Or yeah, maybe that's it. it. Or and you know maybe doing one of those in advance could like level you up or get you better gear. Or better or something. gear. Yeah. yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I just can't see it. A game, a Zelda game, being as transparent as having XP and stuff like it just doesn't. Well, we'll see. Well, like one of yeah. the other exciting possibilities is a lot of people are speculating. That's why they introduced Linkle is an option at the start for like character creation. <laughs> if you can choose like boy or girl, are you gonna play as Linkle? I might play as Linkle. No, I can't. I have to play. Like, <laughs> Thought about it for a second. No, like, no, uh, no. Um, I'll probably play. How both can I? I'll probably Linkle? do one and then and then do the other one. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a game. I'm gonna. I might. I think I'm gonna take time off work when this is released. To Did just, you finish Skyward Sword? Yeah. And what, how, do you, how do you rank that? I, it wasn't actually one of my favorites. I don't think it's great at all. I, there was, I had a lot of problems with it. It was really fun to play, but then afterwards, there was like all the bits that I didn't enjoy kind of like rose to the top. All of the overworld and, stuff I really didn't like. Yeah, like that, that was the whole problem with because you were flying on a bird instead of riding an Epona, which is a cool idea, but it means that there's no Hyrule like field to explore yeah. it's just air yeah. and a lot of the times I just felt like I was just flying to one place and then going to another place yeah. where there's something different about like horseback through the fields and you know that and sort certainly of like you know again from the, the small piece of test footage we've seen mm-hmm. like if that whole world is open I love the idea of like okay there's your main quest there it is there but look at all these other cool things you can kind of do and, yeah. and opening up the game that way yeah. that it just builds up your character and like I said I don't think it'll be XP kind of grinding or anything like that but giving you cool stuff to go and play around I think Wind Waker was the game that came the closest to succeeding with that because the ocean was amazing. It was so much fun to explore. It was a little too big because sometimes I was literally just, before you learn how to uh, use the warp points to teleport, you would just like move your boat in the direction and hit a sail and then just like go make a cup of tea or something because you're going to be like sailing for like five minutes, ten minutes. But um, yeah, just like uh, that, that being though. able to like, oh yeah, I and just coming, like, doing that. coming across maybe like a pirate island or those outposts, you know, yeah. where people will be and you could go storm them and kill everyone. It was really fun. Yeah. Really fun. So if they find that middle ground, I think it'll be amazing. Yeah. I'm it's looking forward to it. Just some ground. Just some ground. <laughs> yeah. Water no skies. Clouds. Yeah. So exciting. Overall, I think exciting. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So last week, Hitman came out, and you've been playing it a fair bit. You played it uh, for a live stream on IGN last week. Yeah. Uh, but it's only episode one of a handful that are coming out, mm-hmm. and I'm still not sold on the whole episodic nature of the game. I episodic. think it can work in some respects. So like, I think Walking Dead and Telltale have yeah. been masters of that art. But other examples, not quite so good. Half-Life 3 being the worst example. Because <laughs> like, you know. it's not here. <laughs> they didn't it. Episodic like, is like, it's a dirty word to me. Yeah. As soon as I hear it, I start turning how, off. How and come? Game. How come? I don't know. I just have bad connotations of episodic games. I just... I, episodic games. Yeah. Yes. But not episodic in general. Oh, no. Not okay. in, in general. Yeah, episodic games. Because I think, uh, for me, like in my brain, it feels like it's kind of stemmed mm. from the popularity of DLC. So it's kind of like instead of having a game that then has chapters of DLC, it feels like 
a game entirely made out of DLC. Like mm. you're purchasing like all these different things instead of a bundle. I much prefer to just buy it all in one big chunk and play through it. Yeah. Um, and, and so uh, you've played, well, you've played the whole first part of Hitman, so yeah. the Paris level, which you completed like easily in under an hour. And I know the whole point of that game is, same as Ground Zeroes was, is that actually there's way, way more to it. Yeah. Um, but it just feels like surely when you're going to get the finished uh, box game, which now actually the box game release has been pushed back to 2017, which mm-hmm. seems crazy. Oh, that's it's going to feel like a bunch of disjointed missions rather than having something. And unless I, I don't know how you're going to tie it all together. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a strange one. So I went to before the game came out, before we did the live stream, I went to like a preview event where we got to play the Paris level. Yeah, and that was very much you had a set time to play this one level. And because of that, I actually beat it. And then, you know, I was like looking, I was like, oh, I still have half an hour. So I went through and did it yeah. another time, like killing them in different ways. Uh, and you definitely do see the benefits of that because I feel like a lot of people, if they were able to just beat that first mission and move on to the second sure. one, you would because it's just not, you feel like you've done it and you can come back later, although people might not. Um, but yeah, just that little fact of like going back a second time, there's so much detail. So is it like choosing an episodic publishing strategy is that not encouraging a wider audience to actually experience the game as it's intended to play be played because people would buy the game that has the 20 environments how many environments mm-hmm. it will yeah. be and like you say they'll do one they'll go on to the next one and they'll just like go all the way through it and they will trade that in now yeah and not really had a hitman experience and yeah. obviously it's difficult to like dictate to people how they should play a game yeah, yeah, yeah. but that, I think that is a type of game that people unfamiliar with hitman wouldn't experience or appreciate the variety and sure. the level of kind of creativity involved in doing cool hits like yeah. you doing a live stream you were like messing about and having a great time yeah. just experimenting and yeah. doing stuff and if there is the next episode immediately available you probably just do go on yeah but like but what, that's no different from, I don't know, Metal Gear, for example. Like, the, you can be so creative with the way you play that game. And we saw that. Like, I was playing it to a completely different way from you and from uh, Dan Kilby as well. Uh, and there were loads of those missions. Yeah. And here it feels like, well, you've got know, seven or eight pieces of uh, episodes or whatever it might be. I, I would kind of disagree, it, like, in comparing it to, to Metal Gear Solid. Because obviously, so the, the difference is between, like, Metal Gear Solid, there's maybe, like, a bunch of different ways that you can storm this base and execute your mm. mission, which is similar to Hitman because you can say that, you know, there's a number of different ways in which you can kill these two targets, which is your goal. Yeah. But there's much, much more on top of that. Whereas, like, so this is, like, the most the game that has the most complex AIs I've ever experienced in any game. I think they can have 400 unique uh, AIs on the map at one time right. and, like, over a 1,000 just regular NPCs. So all these characters are programmed to, like, react in different ways, to be at different locations at different times. You still throw coins in their face. And they're, I still they're, throw coins in their face <laughs> and strangle <laughs> waiters in the bathroom in their own sick. It's yeah. not quite a Turing <laughs> test, is it? It's not does that in real life. <laughs> But um, you and X Machina, you would just sit down in the room with the lady robot throwing coins in her face, going, <laughs> "I don't think she's real." <laughs> just a stack yeah. of two piece. <laughs> we all, oh, I had so much fun during that live stream we got, and that was a perfect example. When I, I played to the preview event, um, I just went through and killed the two targets. Now there's a lot of also side missions that you can eavesdrop and pick up on and give additional things that you can do, and it means that at the end you get extra points. Uh, and you get higher up on the the leaderboard. But one of the things we did on the live stream this time was uh, in the the 
Paris Fashion Show, you can actually impersonate one of the, the male models. Yeah. who's like the VIP of the whole event. So me and Gav followed him out to the garden and strangled him and took his clothes and threw him over a pier, which actually killed him. I was hoping he was going to hit the water, but he hit the dock instead. Yeah. And well, just so so the strangling him. But, but if you threw him in the water and he's unconscious, or he strangled him. Well, so you led, him you led with an aggressive gently, act. Quite gently. I did the. He's still breathing. I mean, he's not now. He's dead. Yeah, but if you threw him in the water, he wouldn't be. If he, if he no, landed if, on his back. If he was unconscious. <laughs> I don't know what his body fat ratio is. Maybe he floats. Like, a, like bread. Most people float, don't they? Um, he's got air inside you. Maybe well he didn't <laughs> he didn't have any well, he didn't hit the water he hit the dock <laughs> he did, yeah. long story short he died yes. um, but it meant that we could go up to the second level of this kind of secret event where they're auctioning off government secrets and sure. like blacklists which is also really cool because just walking around the characters and eavesdropping you can hear all the secrets that are being auctioned off and what people have come that's from good. what no, countries it's cool it's really cool <laughs> well that's yeah they weren't were very great about that um <laughs> And then, yeah, we, we, we strangled a woman, which I felt really bad about, and then made a daring escape, like hanging over the top of the, the beams of the fashion show. But that was something that's completely optional. And I yeah. didn't, ex- I must have played Killing that Killing women is always optional. Pri- yeah, yeah. Not, not mandatory. Um, I must have played that map through three times before I actually did the impersonation. And that was like the funnest part right. of it all. But that, again, seems very similar to how Ground Zeroes played out. Like there was You dressed up as a German supermodel and stormed like in. Yes. Oh, hey, fellas. Like, get on your horse. I guess Hitman (laughs) programs in more kind of unique ways of doing it. Like, obviously, Ground Zero has a lot of flexibility in play style, whereas Hitman, it seems like it hides in very specific ways of you wanting to solve it. Mm. Like, whether it's impersonating a funny character or, like... Sure. But I I think, ultimately, if you're thinking about it, so it's priced similarly to Ground Zero's, I believe. Or, no, Ground Zero's perhaps a little bit more expensive. It was, wasn't it? I think it was 20 quid, wasn't it? Mm, I think it was maybe a bit more. Anyway. Um, But, so, Hitman is, what? It's 11.99 for the start and then 8 quid per episode thereafter. So, you know, that's reasonably priced, but it's not even so much the, the, the kind of... The cost for me. If they... It's like watching a TV show, right? Yeah. You finish the first episode of TV show, you're like, I want to see that again. You've only got a week to wait most of the time, unless it's a mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. If it's a month or it's two months or it, you know, becomes, you know, I just don't know if I can be bothered to wait. That yeah. Long. I, that's what you're saying. You're saying that the full game is released in 2017. Well, it's the, the, tricky. The like, disc version is. Yeah. So it may well be out on digital before that. Is the buzz so. still going to be there? Like, who's yeah, going to be picking up game. the full disc version like a year after yeah. everyone's already be done everything? Yeah, but I mean, naturally it would be cheaper because that's what happens with anything as it ages. Most things, not wine. Wine gets more expensive. But I, I like the idea, you know, wh- I know that it's just not practical, but if that game was, let's say, rather than, I, I'm assuming it's probably 50% finished right now, imagine if they put it out when it's like 85 or 90% finished and they could guarantee it's like, this is the first pack. This is the I guess maybe pack, third maybe pack. it's based on research, where it's like you're asking for money for people every week. Sure, it's trickier than saying once a month. That's true. Right. Yeah, but but then that way, but you can still buy the full game. But it's more about giving people options over sampling, so they can bait, pipe, buy that first intro level at fifteen dollars and go. Actually, this is really cool. I want to kind of get, in. and then you go and buy the full game, you get the discount or whatever it might be. But it's more about giving consumers choice in how they purchase it, rather than. Uh, here's the first episode. Here's, and I can just see it being stretched out and stretched out and stretched out to a point where 
you know, we're, we're hitting the end of the year and the Hitman's still coming out. I think this is definitely like a, something they're conscious of as well because when I went to the preview event, they obviously had the presentation talking about the game and the levels you're going to be playing, but there was also like a whole section about the fact that it's episodic and they were kind of explaining why they think it's a good idea and why they're doing it. And it, obviously a lot of what we were bringing up is was part of it, that they want people to replay the same missions again before they move on to the next one. But uh, another one that they brought up, which I thought was kind of cool and made it a bit more justified in my eyes, was that... Um, they say some of the episodes that will be released later on will change the way that you look at the first episodes and they might change the way that you would execute the missions. Ah. So maybe there's things that happen later and then you're like, whoa, 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 I'm going to go back to this first one that I had you know, like months ago when you realize that there's another level involved that you didn't realize. That, that German supermodel was actually your brother. Yeah. Which is why you look exactly like <laughs> Exactly. You wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Poor Helmut. He's dead now. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Helmut is his name. Everyone's like, hello, Helmut. That is in the game. That is straight dialogue from the game. Good. But I thought that was, I thought that was quite interesting. It's, so, the same, um, it's the same with uh, Quantum Break, how like, later on like, decisions you make could alter things sure. that happened in the show that sure. make you want to go back and play. I think that's a really cool mechanic. Yeah. Well, if that's true and it does have a genuine impact, then that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I think it's a good experiment. Because, mm. you know, we're used to like, episodic and lots of other things sure. like TV, comic books. And the games that have only done it so far, you think successfully, are the kind of like the the adventure games, the yeah. story driven adventure games. Be good to see like how what we think of as a more kind of traditional game furs having that strategy, because I think it could be interesting. Like, because yeah. on the flip side, like you'd be really if you say you're really into it. Like, yeah. I don't think any of us around here are like huge, huge Hitman fans. We like like it. Yeah. But imagine if this game is like there's something cool to look forward to every month. Like, I don't know. I guess it's definitely a way to keep buzz, you know, alive yeah. longer than just like big release and yeah, then kind of fizzled out. It's like it, keep you know. talking about it. Yeah, we'll see. Well, well let's uh, continue this discussion when the game, the full game, finally comes out, and we'll see if it's maintained its consistency all the way through. Tune in, 2017. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next point is probably going to make me quite unpopular, uh, but I watched the the latest Civil War trailer. We all did. And How great was it, Alex? How mind blowing was that last I five think seconds? I went, <laughs> maybe that was my reaction. But when everybody is literally pissing their pants around the arrival of Spider Man, I was like, not Spider Man again. I webbed I, my pants immediately. We've had three, um, I can't remember the name of the, the last Spider Man before the last Garfield. What was he called? Tommy McGuire. Three of those films which went down in quality each time. That's not true. Spider-Man 2 is way better than the first one. Spider-Man 2 was great. Doc Ock? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Spider-Man 3 was absolutely dreadful. Oh, yeah. it was abysmal. It was yeah. not very good. And, I've, and then The Amazing Spider-Man, which is like, okay, let's reboot Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was awful. I disagree. I was one of the people that actually kind of liked it. But I really like Andrew Garfield. And I, that I was went what, in wanting to like it. two years ago? Two, three years ago. Yeah. Well, we well, went to previous school. I was sat next yeah. to you reviewed it, didn't you? And it just feels to me like it's too soon. I don't need any more Spider-Man in my life right now. And I think especially off the back of uh, Age of Ultron, because I didn't think it was a particularly great film. No, neither did I. Um, I don't know how to get excited about the Marvel Universe anymore. I think you're right. That Re- it's- well, that was two different yeah, questions. Okay. I guess. So Spider-Man like, can do one. Yeah. <laughs> when, but I don't... Like, we were in the US when they announced he was coming back into the MCU again, and literally everyone in that room was I think it's a huge nuts. deal. I, I'm, like... I, but you're a big Spider-Man fan. Yeah, I think don't it's... Don't be. It's That's what I'm saying. Don't no, be. it's fine. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, like... 
after being mishandled, because you're talking about the, the bad quality films yeah. that have been made. So yeah. recently you're down on seeing Spider-Man because yeah. the last films that you've seen him in haven't been very good. Yeah. Here's an opportunity for Marvel to do right by their most famous character. Yeah. And you're on about like how to get excited about the MCU. Yes, I know you've seen Spider-Man many times before, yeah. but he does give them a different type of character to play around with. Sure. Because they've got all these characters that are kind of mid-30s or later, and they're all really later. serious. Well, no, like, I'm thinking the younger to like. Okay, yeah. I was going to say Iron Man so is later. a lot later. No, no, he's, he's, like, like, he's right. the one on the yes, other end okay. of the yes. And they've got this new character they can tell a different type of story yeah. and do something different with. Yes, you've seen him before, but I don't think you've ever seen them do the teenage Spider-Man properly. Like, mm. he's teenage for like... 20 minutes of each of the movies and then they make him grow up really quickly yeah. Yeah. in the second s series of films he's supposed to work at the Daily Planet he never goes to the Daily, um, Daily Bugle even yeah. you don't they, they've like the, the second um, set of Sony films they just wanted to make a huge franchise yeah. and they introduced all this other stuff so I think it's cool that yeah. they've got him back and they can do their version of him um, I think if you're not interested in the Marvel Universe then like you I'm can't the, like I feel like I'm the only one like my entire like Twitter timeline was full of people going nuts, and I've never seen so much discussion about a pair of eyes like narrowing and opening up again. It's like oh yeah, they God. went Daredevil with that, didn't? Or not Daredevil, Deadpool with that? Yeah, which they would have they would have made the same decision like two years ago. Sure, to do that. So you know, some I, people are like oh, they copied Deadpool. It's like I understand all that. Like and, no, and but all like, the thinking about like the suits, and it's not even that, but it's just like. I don't know. What am I missing? I'm, and, and it's like I said to you, I'm more excited about Batman Superman at the minute. And that's because mm. I like Batman. Yeah. Even though I think the film's probably well, going to be a bit of a mess. If you're not, not into the Marvel films, then obviously Civil War does not press those buttons because... But I love the comic. The, the, uh, this is also an interesting thing. This film has nothing to do with that comic. No, it's, it's a huge It disconnect. is lightly inspired and it's got a title from... Yeah. It's not even an adaptation of it. Yeah. It's a film about Cap and Bucky and they've kind of used the imagery, yeah. you know, the idea of them clashing yeah, internally. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing, you put that to one side. I think that's part of the problem as well. I hate Bucky as a character because I didn't like him in The, the Winter Soldier. I, like, well, in The Winter Soldier, he's not even a, he's just Terminator, isn't he? Sure. Like, yeah. he, he's brainwashed. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like Hawkeye, you know, there's no sense of his character anymore in yeah. that film. Um, I don't know, like, this film presses your buttons if you're really invested in all those characters. Because, yeah you can understand why they're fighting and tearing each other apart and it looks like it has proper stakes in a way that I don't believe Batman v Superman does. Sure. Like, it's going to be cool to see them fight, but it's a fake fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, once Batman works out that Superman's being controlled or he's all right, yeah. they'll be cool. <laughs> Do you think... And you know they're cool. Whereas what? this will have... Do you think some it'll kind have of ramifications? Oh, it'll have ramifications because okay. yeah. Kevin Feige and his team are all about planning yeah. and they're usually pretty good like whether you think ultimately whether it's good or bad what they do they do commit the idea of planning for the future and introducing yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff and they yeah. commit to it yeah. so I do think there will be ramifications like yeah eventually they might, everyone might make up but yeah. I think there will be some kind of scar that's actually, tissue that's actually really interesting to look at it like that because you do have these two films that are equally being hyped up and they're both going with the same marketing campaign which is like which side it's are you on movie, Batman, yeah. Superman yeah. or it's like Team Iron Man or Team Captain America and I definitely as you said I think uh, Civil War is going to have lasting consequences. Yeah. I think that's going to affect the relationships well, you, and the way they go forward. Well, I don't think Batman v Superman. Well, when I you think say it's Team Cap, you kind of know what that means. You're damn right I say Team oh, yeah. Cap. You're <laughs> damn we, right. For people for listening, 
Rory's wearing a Captain America t-shirt. Yeah, doesn't um, look quite as good on you, is it? Uh, oh, well, look, I'm not, my, I'm not in my, I'm not in my, I'm not summer Rory yet. All right, summer Rory's going to be jacked as hell. Right? But winter Rory, he's, you know, he's packed on a few pounds. He's got his uh, nuts stored in his cheeks for the winter. <laughs> that <laughs> is exactly the way I wanted it to sound. <laughs> uh, that was a squirrel reference. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what um, age are we? Um, no, I... I, I oh, what are you guys? You team... You team, team Cap, Cap, right? Obviously. I'd don't, probably go Iron Man. I well, that's Spidey. No, team Cap. You're, you're team Spidey then. He's, he's with Iron Man. Uh, well, would you go Batman? You're Superman, obviously. Yeah, of course. Because I want to be on the winning team. What about you? Spider-Man... Or, sorry, but Superman I don't is know like, what that means. Well, it's just... Who's your favourite character out of the two? Well, That's what I'm Batman. basing on. Right, there you go. Superman's like the jock well, no, bro. But, also, but I like Batman's Superman. Like the, Snyder know, Superman doesn't make any sense. What? Oh, the Superman? Yeah, like, Superman's he doesn't know what he's doing with Superman. Yeah, he in a sense, but I, but I do like the the whole idea they've gone with of him, like, being, like, a god and an alien and people worshipping yeah, him. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, that's I'm, really cool, cool. I'm totally cool with that, but... What are you not cool with? I'm killing people. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a bit... Although... A bit out of character. That's, that's like... That's when the, Zod's <laughs> eyes are going towards those people, just put his hand in front of his eyes. Imagine <laughs> that. Look at that. Yeah, like, oh, I've, I've, got, I've got this. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Don't have to break his neck or anything. But that's, like, that's the other side of the spectrum where you have like uh, Age of Ultron where it was ridiculous. I don't think I saw one civilian get killed in the entire movie. Like there was well, the, no... The, the whole point is they are getting killed and you just don't know about them. That's what Civil War is about. Well, that's that's one of the weird things. Well, it's because it's, it's a family film. They're not going to show people like bleeding out it and like take, no legs. No, you don't need that. You just need like debris falling on. Someone, you know? just, well, just a few crushes. Just Whoa. like some children crying for their parents. Well, who no, are obviously no, crumbs. Well, Quicksilver and oh, Scarlet Witch. Their parents got killed by Stark missiles. I know that's before the Avengers. Yeah. But when the Iron Legion turn up in Sokovia, they're all like the people start throwing like bricks at the robots because they hate that was what really they cool. stand I really for like that yeah so you you start stuff. also i think quicksilver was the worst death in any superhero yeah. movie i've ever seen black panther it was terrible. It was like a he looks like oh, yeah, he looks he's cool. bulletproof i love that, that? Yeah. shoot at him. he turns around he's like what are you doing oh my yeah. god how are you faster not than captain Civil america War. it's crazy faster yeah but is he as patriotic no well, well yeah he's the king of his USA. own country like usa usa I'm excited for Civil War. I can't wait. Good. Batman v Superman. You're also. Irish, mate. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lucky well, Charms. Irish American. Wait, Captain Lucky Char- Irish American? <laughs> he would be terrible. <laughs> he wouldn't even show up. Left his shield yeah. in the pub. <laughs> oh, forgot it. Be a nightmare. Good. I don't even know where that conversation was so, going. So, yeah, you hate Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't hate Spider-Man. I know, you're sick I'm of it. I'm just sick of him, Yes. And look, look how many Batmans I feel like we've had a lot of Batmans as well but really it's only two so what I would compare that to from my um, standpoint as a Spider-Man fan is like if they just left it with Joel Schumacher and you never got Nolan <laughs> no but it's like that you, you have the two worst cinematic incarnations I hope it lives yeah. up to your expectation I, um, I hope it's better than those last movies yeah I also agree Alex that you saying like it feels really recent since the last franchise and it's too soon to relaunching it again but also I feel like they don't really have a choice. Like, the gears yeah, were in yeah. motion before they got yeah. the rights back, and it's yeah. very much now just, like, hitting the ground running. Was a deal. Like, Sony yeah. have given him back. They still own the rights. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I think, like, if they had been given more time and if Civil War wasn't already moving forward, they probably would have taken more time with it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just kind it's of crazy, the, the cards they've been dealt. Like, it's a Marvel character, but Sony has the rights, and they're lending them 
It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, so crazy. But it's great. Um, Also uh, announced this week that, uh, well, we were concerned that Dead Island 2 would be dead. Yeah. Properly dead, not even walking dead. Not reanimated. But the development has now been picked up by British uh, studio um, Sumo. Who yeah. have done Little Big Planet Three, some Forza expansion. Sonic and also Ice Racing Transformed. That's a another popular old, horror game. It's a big old job to take on, especially like yeah. Well, you'd have to assume that like obviously the finishing mechanics aren't there, but a lot of the artwork and design would hopefully already be. But like, how much are you then working place? on someone else's game? Yeah, like, you've got a. If you're going to do that, you want to have input into it. Otherwise, you're just. Well, I, I guess there's two sides of that story. Because if you think, it, like, Sumo, yeah, okay, they did Sonic Transformed. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff that they're famous for really is taking other people's games and realizing them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the reasons I liked Jaeger as a developer for um, Dead Island 2 is that I think they've got interest. They play around with narrative quite interestingly. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really see any of that for a while. I played it uh, E3 two years ago and Gamescom shortly after. Yeah. And even the difference then was dramatic. And the game was interesting. There was lots of fun kind of me- mechanics going on. But we didn't really see what it was going to be. It was basically a tech demo to yeah. show off how, yeah, yeah. how good it is to beat someone around the face with a big bat. Oh, I miss those games. But I, I just hope it just doesn't turn into uh, a carb, carbon copy of the first game. I know, I know what you mean. Because it has it had the potential to be more. Why is this? Why is this being so trouble? Like, it's Dead Island Two. Like, yeah. are we overthinking this? Well, that game should have come out. Yeah, a while like, ago yeah. Like, you know, not the world's biggest franchise, popular kind of B game by well. Techland, who then went on to do other things. They did Dying Light. Yeah. I feel like. This game should have just shipped. Yeah. Just get yeah, it out and move yeah, yeah. on. Like, that's what his proposition is. I wonder if they tried to overthink it and elevate it into something much, much more. Yeah. And it probably didn't need it. Well, that's why, because obviously, so maybe. Techland stopped working on it and they went on to do Dying Light, which essentially is like Dead Island 2. Yeah. It's, it's almost an identical yeah. kind of game in terms of mechanics and movement and structure. Obviously, a little bit different, but I mean... Very, very similar. So maybe it was a Deep Silver wanted to go in a different direction and maybe add on some different layers. Yeah. That then because well, like the, the stuff that I played was like sort of four player drop in drop out stuff. Yeah, well that's why I loved it so um, much. Which was um, it was a lot of fun, but I don't necessarily think that that could was the be all and end all. Like I'm sure people would have just loved another Dead Island in a different setting yeah. and lapped it up. Yeah, and that game could have been out two years ago. It's a game of like pretty simple pleasures. Yes. It's like yeah. hacking zombies apart and. It being in a cool location doing it, yeah, yeah not definitely. like a really depressing one. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's very odd. Like, it was interesting when Jaeger got it because you were like, oh, yeah. Because I guess that is what I'm saying is like, it felt like they were gonna elevate it or do something a bit more yeah, original with, with that property that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, because the first one's pretty straightforward. Yeah. But and it definitely feels now like it's a case of they just they've just got to get it out. Yeah, otherwise that brand becomes tarnished and you're like yeah. cuz obviously originally when it came out it was a very buggy game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just need to ship it like. And it is and they must be kind of sitting there and looking at Techland and like when does um Dying know, Light was at least 6 months ago that came out, right? Dying, Dying Light even longer. Oh, it was, like, it was, it was like, like a year ago, just like a year ago. A year ago. Like February had, last year I think. You know, some of the DLC that came out uh, or that we highlighted the recently that it's still did going. really really well yeah. and they must be looking at that game and thinking, where did we go wrong? Yeah. Because they could just stuck with that developer. Yeah. Uh, who knows what the story is, why they didn't. Well, at the minute, but, uh, Deep Silver said they're really happy with uh, Sumo Digital. They're doing good work. I'm sure they whether are. They're not going to say anything else, are they? 
<laughs> couldn't quite get the first or second developer we wanted, so we went to the third one. But you yeah, know, they'll what? do. They're all right. They'll do. And, uh, and, and, and I they think played the first the game. <laughs> I think they'll make a good job of it. I'm worried it's in gone difficult too circumstances. Far down. Exactly. I think it's gone well, too that's far it. Like, you're, down. I don't think you're going to get a game that's not going to be affected by the fact that it's gone through three developers yeah. like that's got to have some repercussions in some way or another and still probably won't come out till you know the second half of this year yeah um which is you know that is yeah it's, it was supposed to originally come out last spring i believe um, Jeez. and so it's a year and a half late effectively and as you say three developers I hope I'm wrong, but I've, I just cannot see this game being or living up to the potential that it had when I saw it at Gamescom a year and a half. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm ready to welcome it with open arms, but it could be horrible. Yeah. It's just the risk that we we're putting up with. But I'm still excited, nonetheless. If it's anything like the first one, then I think I'm really going to dig it. As long as it's like any game that's big open world and zombies and friends can just drop in and out effortlessly, perfect. I'm sold. And as you yeah. said, like... To have a zombie game set in like a tropical paradise, that was really cool yeah. to be able to go around. Just so you know, Dead Island Two. Last we heard about it, Dead Island Two was set in California. Yeah, because of the the um, cinematic trailer they released with it, which was an amazing cinematic trailer. Dead Island. Yes. Well, it's set on Alcatraz. Is it? <laughs> very small. <laughs> yes, very small. Yeah. Just one zombie and you, yeah. you've got to avoid yeah. it for 20 hours. Yeah. No, it's... Um, that's what I want, episodic. When, yeah, oh, that's it, good, It's yeah. set in both San Francisco and LA, but yes. I, I, oh, I, I was like, are they walled off or, like, have been jettisoned from the mainland? No. It's it's not... <sighs> no, I didn't make the game. I don't know you didn't. I'm not saying you did. You would have made it by now. <laughs> and it would have been set on an island, yes. <laughs> I, Isle of Man... Yeah. Isle of Wight. Do all these islands. All the isles. All the isles. Yeah. Kintyre. <laughs> Shetland. That's about it. That was all I know. Must be a few more. Aaron. What about Madagascar? That's a big I'm island. I'm going for all the, the crap British ones. Yeah, I know, but Jersey. I'm, but I wouldn't Zombie set, cows. I wouldn't set a game on that. <laughs> Zombie say, cow. Have you been to the Isle of Man? I've been to the Isle of Man. I've not been to the Isle of Man. I have. I've been to Jersey. I, I went on a nice. day trip there. I saw Jurassic. I some work. Were you? What kind of work? I was sub-editing for a kid's newspaper and the HQ <laughs> was there. I know, it's really weird. That's really weird. And so I flew over there for a day, sat in somebody's house, did some sub-editing, flew back. Somebody winding you up? <laughs> a kid's newspaper? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Oh, it was monkey bars are out of business today. Uh... But mac and cheese in the cafeteria. Like, what? What That's not necessarily how, like, just because they're children doesn't mean that they only talk about monkey bars. Well, they're not going to hear about Syria, are they? But there is a way of talking to children about, like, real-world problems without bringing up mac and cheese and monkey bars, Christ. you idiot. <laughs> I really want to read a child's newspaper now. Yeah. This is amazing. Right. Anyway, I don't know why... Well, anyway, look, if you've got any opinions on whether Sumo can do a good job of Dead Island 2 or whether Spider-Man should do one, or indeed whether The uh, Division is the best game ever, you can email us, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Awesome. Lastly, uh, keep an eye out on the site this week because uh, you want to see Rory go through hell because he's finally doing his Dark Souls playthrough. Yeah. And yeah. episode one will be up by the time this podcast goes live. Yeah. And it will it's be great. Up. It's fun. It's crazy. It's difficult. It's exciting. It's tough. It's We're going to get you through it, aren't we? You are going to get I'm me, gonna get you get through, me it. through it. And then at the end, it'll be an amazing feeling. Hopefully we finish on time, which is before Dark Souls 3 comes out. That's yeah. the challenge. It's a bit of a grind. We're, we're in, what, what, I forget, always forget how the DEFCONs work. Is it the high ones? Or DEFCON 5 is the worst one five, you can have. Right. Yes. You think it would go we've down changed, to one? We've changed the bulb. 
We've, it is we've DEF put, CON we've put 5 in the Red Bull. Here, people, we are it's like Red all systems gag. go. You're at DEF CON 5 already. Mm-mm, no. Let's, have, let's give ourselves some ways to go, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, that makes me panic. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's, no, it's great. Also episodic. So, yeah. rel- relative. Every other day. Yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan of episodic stuff. Oh, no. But this is, this is <laughs> every, every other day. <laughs> Alex, we're putting up an 80-hour video. I'd be happy with that. It's Why a journey. You get to sit with me, Dan, and Gav, and, you know, go through this cool... Trial some difficult journey, but very rewarding. And very Rory funny. do some really good and impressive stuff and some really stupid some stuff. Really stupid stuff. Yeah. I think a third of my deaths so far have been accidentally just walking off sides. Yep. They I can believe Rolling that. off things. Having played games with Attacking you, that. NPCs that are supposed to be friendly. Oh my God. Right. He attacked some NPCs that we need like, to speak to later on. Right. And they're just aggro. So every time we went back to like the central hub area, they're just chasing Rory with like mallets. Yeah, so they don't horrible. forget. No, we have to like we have to, I had to like take him to this other character that pardons your sins and gives right. you absolution. But we had, that cost us like fifteen thousand souls. It's like oh, don't man. hit anyone again. He slapped a woman. <laughs> I was unintentional. Oh my god! It was unintentional. This was before he started. He was like, oh, I'm going to break these pots, and they ended up like stabbing this woman in the face. Because every time there was an NPC down, we'd be like, oh, don't, don't hurt them, don't hurt them. And I was like, all right, it's a joke that Roy hurts everything he sees. I didn't know you could actually injure them, and then they would be angry. Yeah. So she was like looking at Honestly. a pot, and I was like, huh? Oh, how do you like your pot now? But I did a whole <laughs> swing and like, like went do 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 like hit all of them in a line. You're a proper arsehole. You really yeah. are. Be, like, it's been it's been an amazing insight. <laughs> into like how your mind works because I've played it and I realised I said this the other day I realised that my mind and your mind work very differently and I think it's probably made me I know how to work with you better as a colleague okay I just basically stay clear of him yeah <laughs> don't, don't bring your pots anywhere near my don't, don't give him clear succinct instructions if you want them to be followed yeah don't go that way. Oh, God, don't, you? don't tell me to go left or right because I don't know the difference. Other one. It takes me a while to, to work it out. Yeah. You, to be fair, you've got a lot going on. Anyway, yeah. check out uh, well, Rory and Creepers' uh, playthrough of Dark Souls uh, on the site this week. Uh, that's it for this week's podcast. We will be back same time next week. So until then, goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night.